What's happening, everybody? On today's show, the AP preseason All-America teams are out. I'll tell you who they forgot and left off the list. Also, ESPN makes their bold projections for SEC teams. I'll run through the ones I think they got right. And the ones that are just flat out wrong, Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start over at Ole Miss as Lane Kiffin is getting some questions about his Ole Miss quarterbacks. Is it Luke Altmaier? Is it Jackson Dart? They still have not made a decision. Some people think it could go into the season. He could end up playing both guys week one and kind of figure it out from there. But Lane Kiffin talking with the media this week said even his own son, Knox, is asking him. He said, look, I answer these questions every day from Knox. He FaceTimes me asking what's going on with the quarterbacks. So I feel like I have practice at this. He says, well, you really know, so just go ahead and tell me. Said, I really don't know. Again, you could be frustrated or you could be glass half empty, glass half full. You know what? There was a big difference that one of them's not doing very well. So I look at it as both are doing well, creating a hard situation, which is a good thing to happen. I know it sounds the same. They are very close. I feel like every day you could go out there and say one. The next day you say the other. It's been difficult, which is a good thing. Kiffin uh, also got a chance to look at some of Ole Miss's recent scrimmage film. He said, I thought we did some uh, some things really well. We had a number of injuries defensively. Still gave up some explosive plays, which obviously whenever one side does good, there's an issue with the other side. I thought the speed of our offense was good and the mechanics with it. But again, we played without a few significant defensive players. So there you have it. No concrete update. Again, some people going with the odds, saying that Jackson Dart will be the starter for Lane Kiffin. But we will see in the uh, coming days to weeks if they eventually announce a starter before game one. Meanwhile, SEC Nation, the uh, show that goes opposite College Game Day over on the SEC Network, they've already announced where they will be hosting the first two weeks of the 2022 season. It was announced during SEC Media Days that week one they will be in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where the Razorbacks will host the Cincinnati Bearcats. While on Monday, the SEC Network announced week two they will go to Nashville as Vanderbilt plays host to Wake Forest. So a couple of... Uh, nice non-conference games here the first two weeks with the uh, SEC Nation pregame show heading to college campuses. Look, we know they'll end up in Athens and Tuscaloosa and some of the big dogs later in the season. So, uh, yeah, they put Vanderbilt Wake Forest. Should be a uh, fun game early in the year. Meanwhile, over at Kentucky, uh, Jordan Wright is expected to join Chris Rodriguez as both players will be suspended for the season opener against Miami of Ohio. Jordan Wright, defensive player, played in 42 games, 12 starts, 106 career uh, tackles, 7.5 sacks, 12 pass breakups, 4 forced fumbles. Very active player. Last year appeared in nine games with seven starts. Matt Jones of Kentucky Sports Radio reporting that Wright will uh, miss the game because of an off-the-field issue. The senior outside linebacker 
uh, and Chris Rodriguez, the starting running back, uh, expected to be suspended. Rodriguez expected to be out three or four games to start the season, as we talked about yesterday. But uh, not great news there. Two big-time players there for Kentucky. We also talked to you yesterday about John Emery going to miss the opener against Florida State. Now, the uh, concrete decision from LSU coming out. John Emery going to miss the first two games at least for LSU, dealing with some academic issues dating back to last season. Uh, As Brian Kelly said, he's in good standing with football, but it's those other things, the classroom aspect that he's got to get things right with. And speaking of another guy, at LSU, who will not be part of the team at all this year, cornerback Ray Darius Jones, six foot two, 170 pounds. He he will be suspended for the entire season due to academic issues. Appeared in 16 games with the Tigers, has nine tackles, and a pass defended. He was a former four-star prospect coming out of high school, but that's a uh, it's another loss for depth there in the secondary for Brian Kelly and LSU. Meanwhile, over at Tennessee, Lynn J. Dixon. Running back who just came in, transferred from Clemson. His time at Tennessee is already come in, coming to an end. Dixon no longer a member of the football team, according to Austin Price of VolQuest. Dixon, of course, originally committed to UT in 2017. Decommitted, signed with Clemson. Spent several seasons there in Dabo Sweeney's program. Came to Knoxville, was with the Vols in practice, wearing the number 23 on August 9th. Josh Heupel told reporters that he would be eligible for this season. Rushed for over 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns in his career, but Lynn J. Dixon, a very short, very brief stint there in Knoxville here these last couple weeks. And speaking of Knoxville, they're still trying to get wide receiver Brew McCoy eligible. And Southern California, USC, they announced yesterday, they put out a statement saying, look, this has nothing to do with our uh, part in this. They basically said, look, he's had several um, issues. This is all on the NCAA. The issue of Brew's eligibility ultimately rests with the NCAA, and we wish him the very best. So USC saying, look, he transferred out of here to Tennessee. We're not holding this up. It's on the NCAA to declare him eligible. So I know a lot of all fans hoping that he gets declared and uh, can be a big impact on the field in that Josh Heupel offense with Hendon Hooker thrown in the ball. Meanwhile, over Florida, Chris Doring talking about Billy Napier taking over at Florida. And Doring, the former Gator, employing his uh, – Florida faithful, look, you got to be patient here with Billy Napier. He was appearing on the Paul Feinbaum show. He said, uh, look, Napier's got a great plan. He's already showing it, paying dividends on the recruiting trail. I think Florida fans have to be a little bit more realistic, though, and understand the program's not in the best shape right now. It's going to take some time. you got to remain patient. When Alabama people are telling you that you've got the right guy, you know there's some credibility behind that. Chris Doring endorsing Billy Napier, but saying, man, you got to give him some time. Meanwhile, over at uh, Arkansas, of course, uh, K.J. Jefferson, big expectations for him this year. Kirk Herbstreet speaking at the Little Rock Touchdown Club on Monday. He talked about uh, K.J. Jefferson learning from some experience last year, and he said that battle between Georgia and Arkansas, he thinks last year that K.J. Jefferson went through the battles of that one, that that game specifically is going to have him better prepared after experiencing such a hostile environment last year. And so uh, interesting that a lot of people expecting K.J. Jefferson to take that step forward this year and improve. And uh, maybe that's rightfully so, playing in that hostile environment like they did early in the morning out in Athens last year. K.J. Jefferson might have taken something from that. 
Meanwhile, a lot of folks jumping on the Texas A&M bandwagon this year. Thank you, Jimbo Fisher and company will uh, take that next step forward, maybe even beat Bama and win the SEC West this year. But Tim Brando, longtime college football analyst, says not so fast. He was uh, doing a uh, podcast this week with uh, Jay Crane and said that uh, he said Texas A&M is without a question overrated. I just think they're sucking all the joy out of who – is really, really is third in the SEC. He said, look, last year that team was mediocre, except that one game against Alabama. They put it together that day. Good for them. But he said the third best team in the conference could be Ole Miss, Kentucky, or even Tennessee, not Texas A&M. Over at uh, Texas, they are getting ready for their week two game against Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian, they announced uh, Quinn Ewers, the transfer from Ohio State, will officially be their starting quarterback to start the season, so it will be a tough test for Quinn Ewers in Week 2. And lastly, over at uh, Georgia, former Georgia quarterback Aaron Murray doing a podcast with Greg McElroy this week and talked about Stetson Bennett and expectations for him this year. He said, look, enough with the bitching and moaning for Stetson. Even if he comes out there and is just good through the first one or two games, be patient, enjoy yourself, give the man some slack for goodness sakes. He's a tremendous leader both on and off the field. I'm super excited about him this year. It would be a surprise to me if Stetson wasn't the guy at the end of this year throwing anywhere from 30 to 35 touchdowns along with five interceptions and maybe a couple of rushing touchdowns as well. So a ringing endorsement from Aaron Murray for Stetson Bennett. There you go. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll run through the AP preseason All-America team and tell you who they left off when it comes to SEC players. First up, I want to remind you guys about BetOnline.net. Still the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for your odds, lines, and games. You can even find reviews and news of every league up there. Go check them out, BetOnline.net. They continue to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. And I'll tell you right now, go to BetOnline.net right now. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn about all the action happening today. You can even bookmark it. Make sure it is the first place that you go to check out every day before you uh, start making decisions on the games that you're going to bet on. Again, betonline.net is the place to go. Bet online, it is where the game starts. Roll along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Quick reminder the ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. Got everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Just search Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, well, let's jump into it. The AP preseason All-America team is out, including nine players from the SEC. And let's take a look at their uh, first-team offense as we look at it, the team was selected by a panel of top 25 poll voters. was released on Monday. SEC players on the list. Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama, making the list. Kayshawn Booty, the wide receiver from LSU, as well as Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. So uh, not a whole lot of SEC guys packed in there. Of course, you got Travion Robinson, the running back from Ohio State. Bijan Robinson, the running back from uh, Texas future uh, SEC team there, but uh, only those guys. So Bryce Young at quarterback, Kayshawn Booty at wide receiver, and Brock Bowers from Georgia at tight end. So a little surprising there. He didn't have more 
options there, particularly, you know, they've got two offense tackles, two guards, and a center. None of them from the SEC. So uh, maybe not getting enough respect on the offensive line nationally on that O-line. On the uh, first-team defense, AP All-America team, Got more SEC guys making that list as you look down it on the D-line. Big Jalen Carter, who's expected to be a top pick in the draft next year, coming out of Georgia. He's next in line behind all those guys who just went in the draft from Georgia this past year. Of course, Will Anderson, expected to be top two, top three in the draft from Alabama. He is on that list. And then in the secondary, SEC claiming the whole secondary here. Got two corners and two safeties. Keely Ringo from Georgia corner. Eli Ricks. From Alabama at corner, transfer from LSU. Of course, he's battling injury right now and trying to gel and get on the field there for Alabama. But um, we expect at some point he will be out there and starting for Bama. And then the safeties, Jordan Battle from Alabama and Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M making this list. So first team defense and the whole secondary is, uh, is SEC on there. So good to see that, but... Again, uh, doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. Just like to uh, get a little preseason recognition for some SEC guys. But, uh, man, you know, you can only pick one quarterback. You could only pick one running back. But I thought, you know, look, Bijan Robinson and, Trav- and Travion Henderson are two good picks. But I thought Jameer Gibbs from Alabama, the Georgia Tech transfer, I think he's going to have a monster year. Maybe a better year than both those guys. I could have put him on this list. I could have made an argument for Tank Bigsby at, at Alabama. I think he's going to have a – or at, at Auburn, I think he's going to have a monster year. You know, some other wide receivers you could have added to this list. And then, of course, the quarterbacks. You know, Hendon Hooker I think is going to be fantastic. But, again, you wouldn't take him over the Heisman Trophy winner in Bryce Young. So it is what it is. But I feel like more SEC guys could have particularly been on this first-team offense list. Meanwhile, the uh, Manning preseason watch list came out. Six SEC quarterbacks making that watch list with Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, K.J. Jefferson at Arkansas, Will Levis at Kentucky, and Will Rogers at Mississippi State, all named to the watch list for the award that honors the top quarterback in the country following the completion of the bowl games. Of course, Bryce Young took home the award last year while leading the Crimson Tide to a national championship performance or uh, appearance where they fell to Stetson Bennett and the Bulldogs. But the watch list this year includes 30 of the top quarterbacks in the nation, six preseason selections from the SEC. Uh, One other note, Bryce Young did sign an NIL deal this week with the Dr. Pepper Fansville commercials. So you will see him appearing in some of those commercials throughout the college football season. So it's going to be fun to uh, see that. Um, and then also, shout out to Hooters. They signed 51 college offensive linemen to NIL deals, including players from five SEC teams, Auburn, LSU, Missouri, A&M, and Vanderbilt, all uh, picking up guys on the Hooters NIL endorsements. So uh, congrats to those guys. And then lastly, Luther Burden, man. he uh, He's making the list here as a guy getting an NIL deal, one of the top receivers in the recruiting world this past cycle. He'll be debuting for the Mizzou Tigers and Eli Drinkwitz. He's got a chip endorsement out there. He'll be displayed in local grocery stores across the state. Uh, Old Vienna signing him to an NIL deal, a local St. Louis company that makes potato chips. So uh, shout out to Luther Burden. 
number two wide receiver overall in this past recruiting class. Already getting some shine there over at Mizzou. Coming up next, we are going to run through your college football bowl projections from ESPN. 12 SEC teams expected to go bowling. We'll touch on that in just a second. Roll along here, Locked On SEC, and one more segment to go. Wanted to touch on college football bowl projections, ESPN's preseason predictions, including 12 SEC teams. College football season here before you know it. So let's jump into it and take a look at some of the teams that they expect to be going bowling this season and where they could be uh, headed as we look ahead. And ESPN's experts Kyle Bonagura and Mark Schlebaugh releasing their preseason bowl projections. First off, they've got uh, Alabama. Bonagura has Alabama playing Clemson in the Peach Bowl, as does Mark Schlebaugh. So both of them expected to be in the college football playoff. Arkansas, Bonagura's got them going to the Liberty Bowl playing TCU. Mark Schlebaugh's got them in the ReliQuest Bowl playing Wisconsin. Over at Auburn, Kyle Bonagura's got them going bowling to the Music City Bowl versus Penn State. Mark Schlebaugh has them not going bowling at all. Over at Florida, Kyle Bonagura has the Gators going to the Gator Bowl playing the Miami Hurricanes. A lot of folks would be excited for that. Mark Schlebaugh's got them going to the Liberty Bowl playing Kansas State. With Georgia, both guys have them going to the Fiesta Bowl college football playoff playing Ohio State. Not a surprise there. Over at Kentucky, both of them have them going to the Citrus Bowl. Kyle Ponagura has Kentucky versus Wisconsin in the, in the Citrus Bowl. Mark Schlebaugh has Kentucky versus Penn State in the Citrus Bowl. Brian Kelly in year one at LSU. Kyle Bonagura has them going to the ReliQuest Bowl in Florida playing Michigan State. Mark Schlebaugh has them going to the Gator Bowl playing Louisville. Mississippi State, both guys have them going to the Birmingham Bowl. Bonagura has them playing Washington State in the Birmingham Bowl. Schlebaugh has them playing Charlotte in the Birmingham Bowl. As for Ole Miss, how about this for a road trip? Bonagura has them going to the Las Vegas Bowl to play UCLA. How many Rebel fans would sign up for that right now? Just don't even play the season. Let's just go road trip to Vegas for the bowl season. Uh, Schleyball has them going to the Texas Bowl in Houston playing Iowa State. South Carolina Gamecocks. Mark Schleyball says Music City Bowl playing Minnesota. How about Bonagura says South Carolina and Shane Beamer will not go bowling this year. A little bit of a surprise there. And then Tennessee... Bonagura says the Texas Bowl in Houston against Iowa State. Schleybus says Las Vegas Bowl against UCLA. So, Tennessee or Ole Miss, which one? Who wants to go play UCLA in the Las Vegas Bowl? Both predictions there. And then Texas A&M. Both guys saying the same bowl game and the same prediction. Both think Texas A&M going to the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma. So, they think A&M best chance to finish as the third best team in the SEC and finish outside looking in from the playoff. But they think A&M will go to the Sugar Bowl and uh, be one of the best teams in the country with Alabama and Georgia both projected to go to the playoff once again. I, the more I start to think about it, the more I think there's a chance that floor, that both Georgia and Alabama get to Atlanta. And let's just say one of them has one loss and the undefeated one wins. That team would then have two losses and would go to the Sugar Bowl, right? 
or there's a scenario where both Bama and Georgia lose a regular season game each. The winner of the SEC championship game gets in the playoff, and I think the loser gets left out if they have two losses at that point. So, again, a lot can happen throughout this season, but as we know, preseason projections are exactly what they are. They're as good as the paper they're typed on. Don't mean a whole heck of a lot come the end of the season if you don't, uh, you know, it's, it's a prediction. It is what it is. But a lot can change before now and then. But I just, if I had to guess right now, I would say two SEC teams do not get into the playoff this year. It's just a lot had to happen right last year for Georgia and Alabama both to get in. And, of course, Bama was so close to losing the Iron Bowl and getting left out. But both teams... Uh, projected by a lot of the analysts to make it to the postseason. And there you have it. That is the latest uh, on the ESPN projections heading into next season. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. You'll make your second listen. Check out some of our other great podcasts on the Locked on Podcast Network. Just search whichever your favorite SEC school is, Locked on, and then that school, whether it's Georgia or Ole Miss or Alabama, Florida, LSU, whoever, Search for that school. You'll find the uh, podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And our folks at the uh, Locked On Podcast Network, doing it right, your team every day. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, talking all things SEC, right here on Locked On SEC.